Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and I am joined remotely by my mate, my good buddy, Tax Williams. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my kitchen today. <laughs> and also to my lounge. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously again, if you now hear an echo, it's because we're recording late in the evening, and I don't want to be shouting about pro wrestling next to my, let's say, temperamental child's bedroom after a <laughs> bedtime of Where three. your child lives, not that you just have a bedroom for children. Very good, thank you for clarifying <laughs> that point. It's important. Well, exactly, you know, in this modern day and age, who knows, but I, <laughs> she went to sleep around three o'clock this morning, I've been up since six working. Um, had one of those really awful out-of-wrestling professional days where I had to have conversations with people mm. about um, furloughing them. So now for a couple of months, my colleagues are, some of my colleagues are now down to 80% of their salary and not coming to work for two months. I mean, it's not great, but it's a pretty nice way of doing it. Yeah, it's, it's nice. To. Better than firing people and shit, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. And I think... One of one of the chaps when we were having conversation last week said, "I just can't wait to be furloughed because I really want to play Doom all day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doom Eternal just came out. The boys had a quiz on their YouTube for a copy of Doom, Etern- Doom Eternal. So, um, but <clears throat> ultimately, again, it's the reason why we are still doing this. This is a nice break from reality, and I can tell you what the show you picked, bloody hell, I needed this. I needed this show in my life. So, well, today we are doing Trinity Brawl 2, Dublin or Nothing. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how I came across this show. I seem to remember I was randomly browsing Twitter. Someone retweeted the, the very, very last thing you see on this show that has the titles next to it. And I was immediately like, holy shit, that's Jack Gleason. What the fuck is he doing with these random Irish wrestlers? I think you find that's TV's Jack Gleason. TV's Jack Gleason as they get over thoroughly on this show. The yeah, they, so, I was going to say, the things they get over on this show <clears throat> is incredible. It's, uh, it's the most unique show I think I've ever seen. This is pure theatre with a sprinkling of some wrestling. <laughs> like, this in DDT? I think is my epitome of what I love about professional wrestling. This was like going to watch a Christmas pantomime. But how I'd like, <laughs> this is what I'd expect to see if Will Power wrote a pantomime. It would be incredible. And that man yeah. could do literally everything. Have you seen Mick Foley sending Will Power a video? I did. I just yet? saw it like literally seconds ago. Oh, it's great. Man, there's nothing that man can't do. And <laughs> I was going to ask him to do a drawing for us, for the pod, but I'm assuming now Mick Foley has tweeted him his rates have gone through the roof so (laughs) i'm just gonna keep quiet that's cool man so uh yeah so trinity brawl to dublin or nothing uh and i remember seeing this tweet and it was the end of this video which obviously we'll get to right at the end of today's podcast and i remember thinking i think i need to check this show out and it is available for free on YouTube. You can go watch this right now. Just put in Trinity Brawl 2, the number, not the letters or whatever. I think you'll find it even if you put the letters in. And um, yeah, it's. I watched the first 20 minutes. and was like, all right, I'm going to have to stop because this has to go on the podcast. This was incredible. The fact that Jay Money, one of the, the, the main, the leading character of this production, 
mm. uploaded this show to his own YouTube channel. Oh, did he really? It's, I didn't even notice. It's outstanding. And it's a shame because his DMs are not open on Twitter. Because again, uh, my usual thing, I was going to say, do you want to record a Ford for the show? Yeah. Um, just these DMs were open, but I chose just to go, well, he's the baddie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I did search for uh, Jack Gleason as well, and uh, he's not on any social media or anything, so there you go. But um, yeah, if you don't know who Jack Gleason is, but you watch Game of Thrones, then it's Joffrey Baratheon. He's the, the biggest villain in the world. See, for me, who's never watched Game of Thrones, I'd be like, when you said, oh, it's this guy from Game of Thrones, I was so disappointed when it wasn't a dragon. <laughs> or at least Ultimo Dragon or Ricky Steamboat. I could have done a better dragon joke there. The, Rubbish. I, I think I know we've had this conversation before about Game of Thrones. I was like, I can't write Game of Thrones jokes because you won't laugh at them. So I just haven't got any. One That's would literally assume, the last reference say, to Game of Thrones I'll make all night. One would have uh, definitely not because it's a Game of Thrones actor. That's the reason why we'll get views. <laughs> I guess there's uh, there's two or three references to Game of Thrones things that I might have put down in my notes, but not like I was writing jokes about Game of Thrones. Yeah, and trust me, the know. last two seasons there are fucking plenty of jokes. If I get furloughed, I might have plenty of time to watch it. <laughs> well, I, the, watch the first like four seasons. It's the best show ever for the first four seasons. But then, yeah, the writers take over rather than the actual writer of the books, and it gets a bit fucking terrible. But let's like, let's move on from this, shall we? Yeah, so before we get going, normally okay. we would plug our t-shirts, which we do at Amazon.co.uk. Again, it'd be great if you want to support the pod, but please, if you can donate to someone, do a food run for a neighbour instead, help out everyone. At this time, we're all in this together to not be overly cliche and soppy, but sure. it's great to see some of the stuff that people are doing for others. And I genuinely hope that when we get through this, People don't return back to being complete and utter assholes. <laughs> because I know I will. Nah, it's all good, man. One of the things we've been saying a lot to people is like, you know, if you've got some spare cash lying around, go buy the t-shirt, your favorite wrestler online. Go support them while they're out of work, basically, because all professional wrestlers are not wrestling, really, at this time. Yeah, Just not even Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, let's move on to the show, shall we? A quick graphic, and we hear the ring announcer introducing our host for this evening. We immediately cut into a small student kind of music venue, I think is the best way to describe it. Yeah, very much so. Toilets that we've played over the years? I mean, I normally play just in, like, the toilet itself, rather than the converted <laughs> toilet. That's the size of venues I was used to playing in. Sure, sure. So, it's uh, dark blue lighting... A uh, lovely wrestling room with golden ropes. Very, very lovely ropes, I would say. Uh, there's a little screen off to the side, which is going to be very important for the people in attendance because lots of this happens in kind of pre-tapes and things like that. And there's a very drunk Irish university crowd packed into this small venue. Uh, honestly, I just I remember seeing this the first time I loaded up going, this is going to be fucking great. Like crazy Irish drunk people around a ring. It's just, it's going to be good in some way. I like the fact that just this thing of that little university college bar already had higher production values than the show we covered last week <laughs> yeah sure I, I, let's talk about it now there's three cameras two at ringside one hard cam and they are fucking excellent quality quality production just everything i want like a small indie promotion to be three decent good autofocusing dslr cameras that occasionally zoom in to make sure they're capturing the motions but they're not doing like WWE zooms where every punch is thrown they do a full fucking like let's zoom you in five meters then out five meters you know it's not that bad at all 
But um, yeah, just really, really watchable. Nothing distracting or annoying. Everything all standing as well, very close yep. to the ring, very intimate for the, I would say the fans of the promotion, but it's, pr- it's purely, what is the link to this? Because is this linked to OTT or is it FTTR? I have no idea. I've been so busy. I only just about finished watching the show an hour or so ago. So there we go. But the, the the crowd are definitely into it. So some of these guys we've seen um, on on previous pods. So when we did some of the OTT stuff, when we get uh, into uh, Club Shandy, we cover those on OTT Scrapomania Five under their uh, other um, other guys. Um, I've just quickly checked it up, and it's FPP. Uh, sorry, FFPW Ireland, who this cool. is as- associated with. So that's Ireland's number one wrestling training school, apparently, according to their Twitter. Excellent. So, uh, so Jay Money makes his entrance into the venue. Shake your money maker. Kind of sexy time. He's got a very thrusty gimmick. He's got a lot of cock lunges. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful way of putting it. So copyright definitely does not exist in Ireland straight off the bat. Well, that's why they're still in Europe. Good lads. <laughs> Good boys, well done. So the commentator introduces himself as Ben Given this evening. And again, I don't want to just put this show over constantly, but there's not much I found negative about it at all. I think the commentary was fucking brilliant. Ben was great for just a one-man, essentially narrator, as I'd put it for this. I put in my notes, like, this isn't commentary. This is, like, narration going through the whole performance. It was great. It's like, um, hmm... Like his, like he's to, reading a Roald Dahl book to you almost sometimes. To, to not be overly uh, pretentious, which you know I've been known to be in the past, there's a piece of musical theatre called Condide, and they actually have the narrator on stage for the whole thing of the whole musical performance. And Ben's role in this was exactly like that in Condide. Cool. I, I don't get that reference, but I'm sure it's great. I'm sure all the professional wrestling fans who listen to this are massive fans of musical theatre. Well, we've, we're all a bit bored and stuff at home, so I guarantee you know, there's people out there looking for stuff to do. So, Condé, don't, Condé, don't bother with it. Just watch Guys and Dolls or West Side Story and you'll be fine. <laughs> awesome. But uh, as I said, ben, ben is doing this commentary by himself this evening. And, okay, let, let's go over it now. This show, it is technically a wrestling show. This is not a wrestling show. <laughs> I keep thinking of it as just like really hilariously fun amateur dramatics that also happens to have wrestling in a ring within the show. Basically, every single wrestler is part of an Amdram society and they're like, oh, we've, we've got this show booked for wrestling, but we've written this amazing comedy play. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, what are we going to do? Because we've already put the ring up. I've got an idea, boys. Now, apparently this show is partly written by Jack Leeson as well, which is just well, yeah. like, how did he get involved in this? I have so many questions. He's on the writing credits along with, um, so it's Jay Money, Justy, Jack Gleason, yeah, Eogan Quinn, who I don't know if that's the same kid from X Factor, um, <laughs> and it, um, Cameron McCauley, Alexander Dean, and Be Cool, oh, and Sam McArdle. Yeah. So a lot of these guys appear on the show. I wonder whether those are kind of like writing credits for improvisation. Oh, I must be, because there was definitely a lot of uh, playing to the crowd and going with what worked and what didn't in this performance. It was great. It, it very much felt a bit like freeform jazz at times. Like they had an idea where they were going, like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something, or like Spinal Tap. 
But they were just like, well, just how we get there is kind of up to you guys. And that is kind of the glory bit about professional wrestling for me. I loved every moment of this. But let, yeah, so as you it said, it really suits it, you know? We've got J Money coming to the ring. Obviously, uh, making it rain <laughs> has it, one it's word. It's delightful. Yeah, literally, with like his, what does he call them? J Money dollars or something? I think it's like J dollars. Okay, there you go. So he continues to throw money at the crowd and thrust at them. He's wearing a lavish bathrobe and shades indoors, but he's not a wanker, so we can get away with it. <laughs> on on his Twitter, he describes himself as the man with the billion dollar bootay, the swag superstar, Dollar Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that last one's banter. That's great. So oh, Jay Money welcomes us to the show. He says he will give us a normal wrestling show tonight, the fucking liar. Uh, he <laughs> mentions they did this last year. I did try to find Trinity Brawl 1 and the idea of creating some sort of trilogy with these shows, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I only found one match where I think he was wrestling, was it um, Angel Cruz? Okay. Uh, J-Money Angel Cruz from original Trinity Brawl, so I haven't seen anything else outside of this show, but I wish I did. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, in for watching more Trinity Brawl. Let's put it that way. If there's another one out there already, I'd love to see it. Seriously, um, what, once lockdown's over, I'm going to be onto all of these guys going, please book me for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh God, this must be so much fun to do. This is exactly how I want wrestling to be and didn't even realise it, you know? This is all I want to be part of forever. If I <laughs> ever win the lottery or don't have to work, I'm building a promotion like this to yeah. basically cater for my stupid, stupid entertainment needs. Can we combine Trinity Brawl and Dragon Gate? And Dragon Gate? Jesus. Yeah, I think I'd be in heaven. <laughs> like, you know, lots of little factions, but we're in some mis- mysterious kind of faux Tolkien world every episode. <laughs> Today we're going to go on a quest for the one... No, no, we can't say the one ring. The one <laughs> ring, it's the square circle. <laughs> Or magic wrestling boxes in this case. <laughs> Isn't that the so box I'm, of I'm spoiling it. Yeah, sure. I'm spoiling it for myself now. Let's, let's carry on. So, J Money is interrupted by Justy on the video wall, and obviously, we cut in straight to the video. Justy isn't booked this evening. He's Ooh. not booked because he's too good for J Money. Justy tells J Money that he's, he's inside his head because his eyes are fixed on Justy, and as he should be watching his back instead. A beefy boy creeps up in the ring to KO J-Money with a chair. A single spotlight is on J-Money as he's knocked out in the middle of the ring. Uh, And I'm going to point out at this point, the lighting for this was fucking brilliant. Outstanding. Outstanding. Everyone loves just a single spot. Yeah, but how to quickly dramatize and emphasize a point. You have a guy knocked out and then just one singular spotlight on him in the middle of the ring. It's fucking great. But already you've hit the nail on the head there. It's it's dramatized everything. Can you imagine like the the most the most similar thing I can think of to say this to one who's not not going to go and watch this show? If you remember back to the Rumble where the Undertaker died and his spirit left his body, that is crap in comparison to what they do here at Trinity Brawl. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> so J Money wakes up. Video segment is up next. So Jay Money wakes up and he's in this video segment backstage. He's like, where am I? What am I doing here? And it's like he's meant to be the same Jay Money you just saw in the ring backstage, even though you know he's in the ring. And immediately you're like, okay, there's something going on here. Someone needs to explain what's happening. 
And here comes Jack Gleason, Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones, in a bright white balding priest wig, a red hood with a cape, a furry waistcoat, a bedazzled cut-off black skirt with white trousers underneath, and a grey fluffy animal tail tucked out the back. He has his paint face... <laughs> I can't fucking describe this. He has his face painted white, but with a messy blue stripe across his eyes like the shitty Adamant. And <laughs> Jack is like, I'm Jigsy, your spirit guide, and we're inside your mind. <laughs> What were you thinking when you first saw this opening sequence? This is the moment I tweeted you and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's literally one of the most, the biggest, like, not movie technically, but basically like TV stars ever. It doing Just... this ridiculous spirit guide gimmick with like pan pipes playing in the background and he does well, a little again. dance. I mean, WWE couldn't get Roman's raids over, but Jack Gleason got <laughs> panpipes over in two minutes. <laughs> oh, it's fuck! It's so good. So they go on to say that J Money has semi-permanent mind damage, and J Money goes, <laughs> "I have SPMD," and Jack goes, "You sure do." <laughs> like it's the most normal thing in the world. But it is the most normal thing in the world. <laughs> There was this brilliant moment during this segment where someone in the crowd that you can still hear laughing as this video is playing just goes, it's all over. <laughs> just <laughs> Like, it won't get better than this, but trust me, we're it going does. places with this show. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Jinx... <laughs> Jinx dances to panpipes and caresses J-Money's face. In the words of J-Money, wait, are you trying to say... You're going to lead me on some elaborate journey where I have to reclaim the component parts of my mind so I can awaken, defeat Justy, and get back to reality. Um, Perfect. It's like yeah. an opening episode. It's the opening of Raw. It's the promo for that takes <laughs> an hour to set the scene for the show. But what they've done in just like a few mere minutes is set the whole backstory of what Jay Money is going to have to go through in this show. And we're going to follow him and join him on this quest. It's fucking great. So they walk out from the video segment live into the ring in the same outfits, like they've transitioned from video to live just brilliantly. And like this sort of shit, man. No one's done anything like that pro wrestling, surely. I've never it's, seen that before. It's like they've come from nowhere. <laughs> but it's and so funny that they're suggesting that this is exactly normal. You're just gonna play along that you go with it. All the all the comments when they do this like transition from backstage to like front of house, and they're like Oh, it's been quite a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So Jinxie has the solution to Jay Money's problem. A magical wrestling box. It's it's a briefcase painted gold. Hang on, isn't what they used to call Eva Marie? <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Can I you just do that, did. Joey? <laughs> oh fucking hell. So uh to open this magical wrestling box, you will need three keys. I can't even say <laughs> The key to your charisma. The key to your fundamental wrestling skills. <laughs> and the key to your strength. And as Jinxie says in the last line, as his mic cuts out, leading to Jinxie going, if only we had the key to reliable technology for a <laughs> massive pop from the crowd. 
Uh-huh. Um, first Jinxie chant of the night. He is over as Rover. Well, as you said, he is a Hollywood superstar. Yeah. There is this element of like this huge star standing in the middle of a ring. He could almost do anything and still be over, right? And he got everything over. Literally everything he, he said got over. <laughs> He's very good as well. Like I've watched a couple of videos of him um, doing interviews at colleges and stuff about amateur dramatics and how he loves to do it and he prefers to do that than like big cinematic stuff. And you can really see he's totally in his element here. This is all he wants to do for his life, it feels like. Thing is, though, a lot of people who are like these Hollywood stars, like Hmm. Daniel Radcliffe is another prime example. He's always come out and like, I really hate doing big budget movies. I just want to be on stage. I want to do theatrical stuff. Because yeah. it's probably a lot more rewarding because it's really down to the actor's skill to get everything over. And what Jack Gleason's doing here is something completely different to what anyone's ever seen him as a character. But yeah. it's just incredible. And it's but it, you very really, endearing. You have no safety net in theatre. Yeah. You have no safety net in Amdram or anything like improv. You, you fall on your ass if you cock up. Whereas in Hollywood, everything's just, oh, don't worry. The light was a tiny bit out there. Um, uh, we should leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post, mate. I hear that so often. God damn it. So, uh, J Money looks confused, like every other cunt watching this hilarious dialogue. Um, they will need to go into the part of J Money's mind that was semi permanently damaged <laughs> and wrestle those abilities back. And the so- question is, though, what does this tell you about the concussion protocol of Trinity Brawl? If he's got SPMD. <laughs> And he's allowed to continue to wrestle and go for these keys. Outrageous. They need a wellness policy. (laughs) So immediately uh, we cut to a black and white old movie projection sort of filter over the current like camera that we're watching already. And uh, outcomes. Is it Alexander Dean? Alexander Dean, yeah. Yeah, who's the first guy who is Justy's champion. And also Jay Money's champion is Valkyrie! Our heroine of the situation. First match of the evening. So these two, it's like, uh, this is almost like a pre-show match, really? Well, no, because it it gets you into the the first match, which gives them the break while they're going on the the quest for the charisma key. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Sorry. Just just the sentence is really funny. Um, I I think pre-match is the wrong word. Yeah, it's like the setup to show you how it's going to work before we go into the zones to get the keys. Yeah, essentially, we are going to have a Justy wrestler who is going to be the heel. We're going to have a Jay Money wrestler who's going to be the face. And that is the person we aspire to be. We want good to prevail over evil. So Valkyrie slaps hands with Jinxie. The ref in shorts gets into the ring and off we go. More referees need to wear shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy ref from the Wrestle Talk show is sexy. Man, Jesus, he had some very short shorts. He's got he's, th- thighs the size of tree trunks. He's a WWE ref. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so the commentator puts this over immediately and goes, this is a lot like Inception. And I have no idea what's going on. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah, that pretty much summed it up for me. I was just like, yep, great. I am so confused. He arrived late. He wasn't there for pre-show meeting. They're just like, <laughs> Ben, are you going to commentate? Yeah, sorry, I'm a bit late. What's happening? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> Uh, let me just uh, set my volume out. Sorry. Hello. Well, that's better. Right. So, the ref's in the ring. Commentator puts over. Uh, Dean overpowering Valkyrie. Dean pats her on the head to take the piss. Uh, very solid heel face dynamic with a story. Cool spots. Not too much. Not too little. Fuck all botches because it's really nicely done. Both both people are really technically sound. 
yeah, I've not seen much of either. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen anything. Um, I, I've seen a few bits for Valkyrie before. I don't recall seeing much of Alexander Dean before. I, I don't think I'd seen almost anyone on the show before, which but is this massive revelation for me because I follow a lot of this sort of show. But one of the things I kept thinking about is uh, Ireland seems to have a massive untapped base of really fucking good wrestlers. Yeah, well, definitely. And I think because of the the presence and prominence of OTT, yeah. really starting to put on these great shows hopefully it means that a lot more of these talented wrestlers will get the opportunity to to showcase their talents elsewhere because as you said like valkyrie through this considering that as you said they were going for the classic small wrestler versus big wrestler because valkyrie again very slight female wrestler alexander dean an absolute behemoth yeah. of a human and they just played up the whole, there's literally nothing new to me. I'm a big, powerful man, and you're nothing but a woman. Get in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. It was a classic heel face. I just thought it was bloody brilliant. I'm so impressed with both these guys immediately. Great storytelling. Um, good selling. Very yeah, nice. They get some near fall pops off an enziguri and a spinning heel kick by Valkyrie. Like, when's the last time you saw a crowd pop for a near fall off something like as almost innocent as an enziguri? And this is where, in this first match, I thought, I think... I'll be on board with this because I know uh, some people have mentioned that I'm quite critical of fan participation in this yeah. in, in, in wrestling events and we've been quite critical of some fans of various promotions. Bloody marks. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that these guys were building up, it was just classic wrestling where near falls should be near falls. We're not kicking out finishers. We're not kicking out destroyers yet. Sure. <laughs> Wait, does someone aren't... kick out no, of a destroyer? No, 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 no. no one does not this show, no. <laughs> <laughs> they normally do each week on the podcast. <laughs> so Twisted Bliss by Valkyrie gets a near fall. Brutal German suplex off the middle middle of Brett's rope. Uh, big slap to the arm, elbow. Oh, sorry, I fucked that line up. Big slap to the arm, <laughs> elbow when it mattered. You know, he didn't slap like his leg at all during the match, apart from that big elbow when it really matters. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, they've definitely... It's not indirific, indirific yeah, stuff. This sure. was, I want to make my, my big finish look and sound good. Yeah. Dean pats Valkyrie on the head and goes for the finish. Valkyrie does, reverses it into a Yoshi Tonic Code Red. Really, really cool spot. Valkyrie with the Booker T axe kick off the top rope for the one, two, three. And your winner, Valkyrie! And the commentator immediately goes, that was a dream match. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking banner. Really good. Just enough, you know. I love it when people don't bother giving commentators scripts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, never give this guy a script. He was perfect without it. Outstanding. I, I don't know what else. I mean, I don't know if he's done much else. I can't, I don't recall he was on any of the OTT cards we've looked at. But because obviously they've got their fixed, um, their fixed base. But this guy was great. Ben Givens was top draw all yeah. night long on this. Really, really good. Great match. Great little story. Pleasantly silly, but intense technical match. Commentary's good. Camera work's good. Crowd are into it. I just, it's fucking perfect. This is everything I want British wrestling to be. Oh, I enjoyed this very much. European wrestling, let's put it that yeah. way. Very much in Euro. Wrestling. Independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So J Money and Jinxie back out to celebrate with J Money Money's champions win. That's a terrible sentence. I wrote that really badly. <laughs> uh, Jinxie does a lovely dance to his panpipe entrance music and such. Uh, J Money is realizing that his mind can get things done. Are you ready for the first zone tax? Oh, uh, 
I'm. I, it's more exciting than being on the zones in the crystal maze. <laughs> That's immediately what came to my mind. I was like, crystal maze <laughs> to the charisma zone. Walking to the charisma zone video segment. Do you want to describe this? Uh, all I, I, I don't think I'd be able to do it justice. All I'm going to say is, hey, I don't know if I've got my um my timings on my notes. Let me just go for this. So if you're going to watch this. Get into the Christmas zone about 17 minutes into this video. Yeah. And Jinxie, as you said, strutting through. Well, not only a jink, <laughs> but it's like Scott Hall comes out. <laughs> yeah. They're oh, basically they're doing a Lord of the Rings Hobbit thing where they're walking to the zone they have to get to. The idea is that it's meant to take a long time, but the way they've done this is they cut to a video package of them kind of creepily like walking around like, I don't know, like goblins, I guess. Like Scott Hall goblins, is that a thing? Scott Hall goblins is now a thing. <laughs> we need a t-shirt for Scott Hall goblins. <laughs> uh, we cut live and J Money and Jinxie walk in from the back of the venue to demonstrate that they've travelled a long distance and this is a new zone. <laughs> Fucking genius. Utilising the, uh, utilizing the facilities you have available. Maximising I mean, the space to its best abilities. It, it's a regularly done thing in dramatics so you can see like you know someone walking in down the aisleway for example i've seen that's done a bunch of times in theater and things yeah but it's never really done in pro wrestling shows like this it's occasionally someone will jump out the audience or something but the idea to think that they've traveled a long distance and so therefore they'd be in a different area when they came out to this zone did you notice a couple of the lads in the crowd when they came through the back entrance and they were like one of them was like oh have we have we moved (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they were that drunk you think it's so inebriated they thought bloody hell what's happened <laughs> it's really funny as they come in because Jinxie Jack Gleason is now going now we're over here <laughs> like he's breaking kayfabe just to get a pop it's really funny that line fucking killed me it worked oh. for me worked for me god he's going He's going. also it's taken us so long to get here <laughs> it's literally been 10 seconds <laughs> it's fucking hilarious Oh, outstanding Sorry. and it's and everyone just bought into it yeah everyone was involved there was, i mean i know if you're going to go to this sort of a show they would have been to the original one they're going to know what they're they're going to be in for but no one was taking this they were buying into it to play along but no one was taking it so seriously there's no one who like rolling their eyes going oh what's this sure it's, it's very much become interactive theater at this point it's it's fucking brilliant so, Charisma Zone is the same ring. Oh, well, mm, <laughs> kayfabe, not the same ring, but you know. Uh, but lit with gold lights this time to make it feel like a different area. A gentleman is in J Money's robe from earlier in the evening, has a lovely moustache and pipe combo. This guy's name is Huxley Santana. What did you think about lovely Mr. Huxley Santana when you first saw him? I thought, what the hell is Joey Ryan doing here? It's very much a scrawny Irish Joey Ryan, isn't it? I, I loved it. Lovely gold jacket, beautiful tash, sunglasses indoors. Good lad. It's great. So Jinxie and Huxley slap hands and scream into each other's face as their casual <laughs> greeting. <laughs> Jinxie just goes, ah, old friends, old friends. <laughs> just like, I was, I was so, so good. So, so funny. It's just the thing we do. <laughs> Huxley tells J Money he can't even cut a sick promo anymore because he's lost all his skill. And Hux gets a cheap pop from the crowd. Uh, J Money cuts a Steiner's number level sort of promo. <laughs> Brilliantly it's terrible. Brilliant. <laughs> and Huxley immediately rips it apart. 
Huxley unveils the charisma key. Ooh. Ooh. Key, uh, key, 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 key. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Jinxie starts doing. He starts going, ooh, key, key. And the crowd immediately join in. He gets this over so quick. And he's not Fuck, just chanting man. key, he's chanting it in a high pitch key, key, key. <laughs> yeah, and, and so everyone is doing it. Else. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So it immediately gets over with the crowd. Hoxley's response is just to go, okie dokie. <laughs> just kind of carry on with the segment. <laughs> he looks so confused and just like, let's stick to the script, boys. Fucking hell. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, but it was so good. And it said, like, the facial expression of Hux was like, just don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> For J Money to get the charisma key, J Money's champions will have to defeat Huxley's champions, who are also Justy's champions. Uh, they, they kind of make a bit of a mess of this gimmick about who's meant to be the bad guy and who's meant to be the good guy in terms of the opponents of uh, J Money. But it, it, it doesn't think it really matters at this point. No, no, I, I don't think it lost anything, but no, I, I was going to say, but if you're thinking that, you know, we're trying to clutch at straws for something bad on this show, if that's the worst thing that we can come up with that <laughs> happened on this show, I think we've been in, we've been very much treated. Yeah, but it's like, even if it would be technically, I don't know, wrong, I guess is the right word to use. Um, it, it kind of adds to the ridiculous dramatics and it makes you, let, let, kind of lets you in on the joke that they're improvising a bit. Yeah, and you know? I, I just I want to I want to be part of this. All I kept thinking <laughs> when I was saying this, I I want this. I literally want to now potentially book out a venue and do improv comedy plus some people who can wrestle. God, it'd be so much fun. I kept thinking while watching this, like, what if they had like a Will Osprey? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> just like doing this gimmick and putting it over like seriously. Oh, it'd be so much fun. All just I'm the- saying. All I'm saying now is as well that I've got a lot of free time in my evenings because I can't go out or do anything. <laughs> Coming to the Winter Gardens in Margate in Kent in December if we're allowed oh, out of God. our homes. I'm going to bloody book a pantomime. I'm going to book a bloody wrestling pantomime. <laughs> so for the charisma key, we've got the heel champions, I guess you say, of Big Rab and Debbie Keitel versus the faces or J Money's champions of Club Rock Shandy. Who we also know as something Club Tropicana. That's the it, one. Tropicana that was it, wasn't it? from uh, yeah. OTT, wasn't it? Yeah, they are the same people. I think I don't know. I believe so. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I've only watched one match ever with them, and uh, but, yeah, they... but they were memorable. <laughs> so it's two young Irish lads in orange and black doing basically Martinez gimmick. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Dancing to techno, drinks yeah. in hands. They're super over. Yeah, I, I, I just, as you said, with, with Martina, although I've just Googled it to try and see if Club Rock Shandy were the same as Club Tropicana, I didn't realise Club Rock Shandy was a, uh, a real drink. Oh, you, nice. You, you can get a, a 1.75 litre bottle post-sugar tax. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I'm assuming it's an Irish thing, because these people are generally all Irish. You can, but luckily on Amazon.co.uk, oh, it's currently unavailable. Club yeah, Rock Shandy. Like else. Oh, there's a legal disclaimer on it if you want to buy it from Amazon. And uh, someone's left a five star review of it saying, really nice and refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> While you check whether they're the same person, I'm just going to move on, all right? Yeah, so go, the, 
commentator name checks a bunch of legends on commentary, including Jumping Jeff Farmer. Yep. Do you know that promo? <laughs> nope. Uh, I'll look up Jumping Jeff Farmer on YouTube. You'll have the best time ever. It's the greatest promo in existence. Uh, CM Punk once did like a cover version of that promo. It was that good. Oh, really? Yeah, he recited it. It's on uh, Cabana's podcast before the, you know, the lawsuit. Uh, um, um, <laughs> go on. No, I was just going to say something. It's good that they're still friends. Are they still friends? I don't even know. No, no. They had a big falling out around legal fees. Oh, there we go. So again, very solid heel face dynamic to start the match. The Club Rock Shiny Boys taking the piss with their comedy spots. The heels get angrier and angrier about as the match goes on. Until uh, Club Rock Shiny have the better of Debbie Keitel in a, and then, then Big Rab is tagged in. Who power slams the shit out of the Club Rock Shandy Boys. He, he is went for it. Big, strong boy. And it, again, classic big man look. Taz style singlet. Oh yeah. But he's a he's a monster truck of a man. Big, curly, straggly hair. And then, then we'll move on to Big Rab. <laughs> <laughs> There's four or five guys on this show that are big boys who seem to be really into it. You know, they, they seem to be getting pro wrestling. Yeah, and agile as well. That's the thing with yeah. Big Rab. He was really, really agile, big lad. I'm genuinely astonished by how good the talent is on this show. Yeah, it, it's remarkable. As you said, there was nothing botchy at all in any yeah. of the um, segues from the performance, otherwise known as wrestling matches. <laughs> like, uh, Debbie Keitel and Big Rab specifically, I really enjoyed. Like, Club Rock Shandy, they're talented guys. You can tell they've been working for long enough, they get it. But they're, they're, they're kind of spot guys, you know? They're okay, they're not terrible. But Big but Rab and Debbie Keitel, like, she is vicious, and her facial expressions are fucking brilliant. She is probably scary, scary girl. And, but yeah, as yeah. you said, what was really nice, you said, with, with Big Rab and Debbie Keitel, it's that they stood out. They had something different to the norm that we see on the, the European indie scene. There was something Absolutely. about it. And I don't know if they tag regularly. Again, similar to you, I haven't had much time to research the background of this. But they had a great tag dynamic. Yeah, they were absolutely great. Fun comedy spots, fun heel bad communication spots, accidentally running into each other. You know, Debbie accidentally uh, goes headfirst into Big Rab's crotch, for example. Really, really fun, silly, but entertaining wrestling. You know? Classic nut shot. Yeah. <laughs> the match finishes with an unprettier super kick, 450 splash by the Club Rock Shandy boys. For the one, two, three, and your winners, Club Rock Shandy and J Money has the Charisma Key. Hooray! Key, 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 key. key, key, key. key. <laughs> I don't Jinxie know what my out. neighbors are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> are they a uh, tie by any chance? <laughs> There's a reason for this, because Key is shit in tie. <laughs> no, no, but they are just shit. <laughs> Fair enough. So to me, like I'm watching this going, oh, they're they're saying shit over and over again. But yeah, that's what it is. So uh, people, people who don't who don't know who you are now are probably going to picture and go, I didn't know Rich was from Thailand. Yep, he's got definitely. great knowledge of this. I'm definitely Thai. Not like family members from there, but it's okay. So um, as Jay Money has the charisma key, Jinxie thanks and hugs the very wet <laughs> Club Rock Shandy boys as he puts it. That was so good. Oh, you're so wet. <laughs> Did you find out whether they're the same people or not? Uh, I did not. I just got. I popped myself with the review of the fizzy drink and just carried on. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's move on. So, are you ready for the second challenge? 
Ooh. As he puts it. I think you've got the, the gimmick here. <laughs> to the strength zone. Whey! Whey. So we get an adjusty evil video segment here. This is our big bad guy. It's very much a next time gadget sort of promo. But he's still got to get two keys and he'll mm. never get past my strength champion. Ha ha! Brilliantly silly. Very, very fun. Beautiful cloudy fade out as well. Yeah. They just stuck a, like a one big smoke filter over the top of him to make him look sinister. <laughs> and it kind of works. Except he looks like a lovable big guy. <laughs> he does seem like a really lovely human being. <laughs> he does a good job of trying to be a heel. But uh, I, I w- you can I tell will, he's having a good time, you know? I will punch you in the face and I will check you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> So they repeat the Jinxie and J-Money walking spot where they go to the, the, the backstage video of them. <laughs> what was it? Scott Hall Goblins? There you go. Scott Hall Goblins, yeah. And then coming out from the back of the venue, arriving in the Strength Zone. Uh, a man in hot pants, seemingly painted gold, steps into the ring as Pump Pop the Jams plays because, you know, copyright doesn't exist in Dublin. Uh, the crowd immediately starts singing gold gold always believe in your soul they are the, seriously getting into it at this point and the reason why they didn't use that is saying that spando really are nazis when it comes to coffee right oh are they actually <laughs> i don't know i assume so oh fair enough i'm sure the so, kent boys really are this golden gent comes up to um j money and jinxie and calls them Tweedledum and Tweedledick, which is over with me. <laughs> and he goes on to say, you two look like me just before I discovered the gym to make up for my lack of personality. <laughs> like, fucking hell, that's a great line. Oh, oh, I love Jesus this guy. The, the, the ultimate bad guy heel. I'm yeah, so much but... more chiseled than you, but I'm also a charisma vacuum. Maybe I need the charisma key. <laughs> self-deprecating heel is really funny what a great idea so i got this golden gentleman has the key come on put it over uh key 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 <laughs> there you key. go the gimmick is so over with the crowd like this whole key thing like all, all like uh jinxie has to do is go the key and the whole place is like key 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 key, key. key. uh this golden gentleman is shredded wheat as he <laughs> introduces himself as uh, he's not mm. wrestling tonight for no money so to prove J Money is ready they will need to beat the Shredded Wheat's champion which leads us to our third match of the evening but Shredded Wheat th- bite size <laughs> what did you think about this uh, uh, this spot I don't know what to call it this segment there you go this this act of this the play act of, yeah the play I loved it again you've got a clear heel face dynamic we know now after we've started to get in the swing of things we have to get over the, get the key but, you know, so far we've had two face victories. He can't have a clean sweep, can he? Let's find <laughs> out. But he needs to get his uh, wrestling fundamental ability back. So, <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I love it. So they repeat the, the spot. We're in the strength clone. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I skipped way too back on my things. Hold on. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, so, I'm interested. Are you next... a fan of shredded wheat? Uh, what, the actual stuff? The food? Yeah. Not really. It's all right. I'll, I'll eat it if I have to. Bite size over normal shredded wheat. <laughs> yeah, add chocolate to it. That's what I'm about. <laughs> so, <laughs> our next match is uh, the heel champion of Liam Royal. Is he the heel? Yes, he, he is. is. He's the heel. So, the heel champion of Liam Royal coming out to Tom Jones's You Can Leave Your Clothes On. <laughs> like, 
What a song choice. Uh, well, yeah, doesn't exist in Dublin. And with shredded wheat there, you don't want to leave your clothes on. <laughs> Absolutely. Versus Be Cool coming out to the You're the Best around. No one's gonna have a ticket down. Which is the coolest entrance music music ever, but is been done before. Yeah, but not in the not in a theatrical setting with the entire auditorium uh, <laughs> singing along. It works. It's it's very Homer Simpson, you know. I wondered where that was going because most things in theatre, it's like, oh, that's very homoerotic. I didn't know you were going Homer Simpson. <laughs> I thought going, oh, that's very homoerotic. Yeah, not quite the same. But... That was my entire A level of theatre studies, like going held down. Oh, a lot of this is homoerotic. <laughs> is that how you were interpreting it, at least? That's how Tex Williams interprets everything. Tex Williams' <laughs> performance is fully homoerotic. So Jinxie does his lovely dance again to Be Cool's music. Be Cool has a squatting gimmick, like an athletic squatting rather than a pooping squatting gimmick. Because, I mean, it'd be a bit weird if it was the other way around. Tell you what, that would get over. Can you imagine in the Attitude Era, drawers would be puking everywhere and squat would be just shitting everywhere. (laughs) On the... On the chest of the macho man. It's fucking JJ Push Allen, out. yeah, sure. So uh, he's a big guy with a sexy boy gimmick versus a smaller lad with a powerlifting squat gimmick. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Squat, 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 squat. And the winner gets the strength key to J Money's mind. Um, um, yeah, okay, brilliant. This is exactly. fucking great. Gym guy versus smaller guy who's got an incredible squat. Yeah. It's some, it's some I mean, interesting it gimmicks going on <laughs> Hello. Are you still there? Hello. Got you. Right. Again, solid heel face, both very talented. Fun, quality match, great storytelling. Back and forth re- over who... Go on. I was going to say, I really enjoyed the, the real play-up of test of strength for all of this, because obviously it's purely the strength key, so they're going for a strength match. Sure. I mean... There's one guy that's obviously quite larger and stronger than the other one, but again, reality doesn't really matter at this show, I don't think. It's theatre, darling. <laughs> so back and forth over who can connect with the brain buster. Royal misses, Be Cool hits it, but Royal kicks out. L- <gasps> a lovely reversal into a Ricola, the cross-arm set-out powerbomb by Royal for the one, two, three. Oh no! Wait, this Liam... is how the script's supposed to go? <laughs> Liam Royal wins the match, meaning Jay Money will not get his key. What? What? What is this text? I got upset at this point. <laughs> I thought this is this is out ridiculous. Who books this shit? <laughs> Their champion has lost. And you're like, oh fuck no, but it's okay. <laughs> so Jay Money and Jinxie are back out, realizing they won't be able to open the magical wrestling box. Shredded wheat goes, as we say in Spain. Au contraire. <laughs> Shredded wheat says J Money needs to put uh, need needs it more than he does and hands over the key because you know how else are we going to get to the end of this story? Because the main the main thing he said there is this key is actually the key into our vegan only gym. <laughs> and and he's like just putting you, over his own gym exactly. And he's like and you clearly need it more than we do. And that's why he gave him the key. Oh, fucking great fun. So Jinxie in celebration just goes, panpipe music, now! <laughs> but Jay Money and Jinxie do a dance to some panpipes. Oh, fucking brilliant. Jesus Christ. They tried to get Shredded Wheat to dance. Shredded Wheat was like, nope. <laughs> 
So the next zone is for the key to J Money's fundamental wrestling ability. But it's going to take them longer to get there than it did last time. So it's going to take us another Thanks. Evil Justy smoke video segment suddenly appears out of nowhere. But then cut back to uh, Jinxie going, it's going to take us exactly 15 minutes? <laughs> Cue the intermission for 15 minutes to a cool playlist jam of panpipes. Did you watch the full 15 minutes of this interval or did you I fast hope- forward it? I-, I skipped through until the bits. I knew there were segments in these 15 minutes. Uh, uh, see, now I skipped the full 15. Did you really? So you haven't yeah, seen them? Because I thought, ah, oh, interval. <laughs> There's Fast actually forward. segments in the interval. Oh, no. I thought you might have skipped them because I can see you think it's an interval, you're just going to skip ahead. But like they rewarded you for paying that, that patience, I guess is the best way to put it. So, but, uh, like, like any interval, when I used to go to the theatre for my studying, I'd be up there queuing for the ice cream, so I'd have missed it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, us at home get a countdown clock as the panpipes play. Occasionally the clock cuts into someone doing something. So uh, the ones I've noted down are footage of Jinxie on his arduous journey doing, uh, you know, um, uh, God, Scott Hall. Gre- Scott Hall Goblin. Goblins. Fuck's sake, it's my gimmick and I can't put it over. Scott Hall Goblins. Uh, Justy re- uh, reading up on some semi-permanent mind damage and educating the crowd about what it is. Jinxie doing an interpretive dance. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> J Money journeying through the upside down because he literally does upside down the whole way through. Uh, Justy cutting a promo on the intermission's length and <laughs> saying how long it is. Now it should be longer. In inception levels of time comprehension, it's very, very funny. And then a bunch of other silly shit as well. It's, it's, it's really, really good. So, post-intermission, the crowd do the Royal Rumble countdown as the buzzer counts down to zero, and then they do it again. <laughs> Immediately, Jinxie and J-Money make their way into the third zone, the technical wrestling ability zone. They exactly must be tired. 15 it's minutes 15 later. minutes later. <laughs> but yeah, they look exhausted, don't they? Guys, such a long trek for all those things they've gone through, and I'm assuming Justy is so much more knowledgeable now, as you've told me I missed stuff during the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> so Jinxie and J-Money do some... Uh, God, what have I put? I've misspoke, mistyped something here. Doesn't matter. Uh, they do some. Oh yeah, they do some spiel, kind of in this very dark bit of the venue. The cameras don't seem to be able to pick it up so well. It no, was, uh, but odd. But that's because again, it's you know the fundamental wrestling element. Good sure. grief! Of course, it's going to be darker. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the grandstand music. That nostalgia flooded through me when I heard that music. Fucking hell. Uh, well, we're not going to get any sport now for six months, so we might as well enjoy the nostalgia of Grandstand. Like, I, I obviously, I like football and stuff. Um, I hadn't really felt any kind of serious withdrawal until, like, today. I woke up and was like, yeah, it'd be really nice just to sit and watch a football minute, football game for 90 minutes and I have to worry about shit, you know? You can watch the Football League in Belarus. They haven't cancelled it. <laughs> Did you see that? Well, Moving I, I on. I know it's <laughs> obviously... Well, no, in all seriousness, they've... Um, They've started selling TV rights around the world because it's the only football league that's still running. So, like Fucking in hell. India and other parts of Asia, they've bought the rights to the the Belarus Premier League. Wow! <laughs> you imagine the Premier will get finished behind closed doors or something? Well, you, I, I, in my mind, I think we should just write off this season. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. So, as but a you tell woman, I was going to say what we shouldn't write off is theatrical professional wrestling. Fucking name. <laughs> 
As a gentleman in 80s workout gear cuts a promo on J Money and technical ability, the workout guy is Pierre St. Clair, a two time Canadian weatherweight champion, which is not a real thing. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a two-time Canadian weatherman champion. <laughs> he also has a business master's, don't you know? <laughs> well, he's, you've got to be intelligent to be technically proficient in professional wrestling. Fucking hell, man. This Canadian sounds very Irish to me. <laughs> I mean, having the surname St. Clair sometimes gives it away. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. Lips so a gimmick, says- man. He says this hilarious line where he goes, you don't become the Canadian without the, the best in Canada without ability. I just want him to start singing, I'm the Mountie. I'd be I'm handsome, I'm brave, and I'm strong. Just the happiest. So Pierre viciously jumps J Money. I'm saying that very sarcastically. Who has no idea what to do because he's lost his technical wrestling ability. Uh, they put over the key again. Key, 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 key. <laughs> Pierre introduces us to his champion. Little did they know at the time they were introducing a fucking pedophile. Jesus Christ, this <laughs> cunt turns up halfway through the show. I mean, for those of you who don't know the show, this could be a number of any any people in professional wrestling. But luckily, yeah. we can identify this man, allegedly. Uh, not allegedly, it definitely was. Rory Gulak, yeah, allegedly I mean, in trouble. Sure proven now isn't it i don't know i've kept track why do i give a shit i'm just gonna <laughs> anyway it's it's um it's the one downer on the show rory gulak's on this show but at the time um no one knew no one knew which doesn't make it right but the yeah. fans were into it i can imagine what would happen if rory gulak turned up to a trinity brawl 2 now yeah fucking a He'd probably murdered i imagine and so right and rightly so Let's go over this one a little bit less detail because I don't want to put over a fucking pedophile. Um, Justy's champion is Rory Gulak. Jay Money's Michael champion May's is Michael really good. May. Michael, Michael May May's is really fucking good. brilliant. The crowd sing along to the hearts on fire. Copyright doesn't exist in Dublin. Uh, Michael May's super over. The crowd are chanting his name. Uh, they seemingly had a few drinks during the 15-minute interval because they are very, very singy for this opening match. I mean, you thought they were singy and rowdy in the first half. Crikey. It does almost become too much at times, but I think the people that are in the ring and have got the microphone do a really good job of maintaining the story and getting on with the points, you know? They guide the drunks quite well, I'd yeah. say. A difficult thing to do. This could have been taken over a couple of times. I'm very happy it didn't get to that point. No, they, they've, they, they kept to their guns. They weren't th- thrown by heckling or other chants to try and, as you said, take over. Sure, and it was and it was nice because I, I I think as well though you saw again through facial expressions in the crowd you'd get people who would police this themselves if it yep. was taking it too far off the unbeaten track. Yeah, sure. So again, this, the match is solid heel face, but I'm not going to put over a pedophile. So skip to the end. Michael May is a very good technical wrestler. Uh, taps out the guy to an octopus stretch and the champion of technical wrestling ability is Michael May so Jinxie professes his love for May but buries the other guy good lad <laughs> When and also when did you ever see an octopus stretch get the win yeah. oh so good so good great finish man uh, this Michael May guy yeah can we see him again please book this man I'm, I'm going to find out some other shows he might have been on just so we can see a bit more Michael May he was sure. that impressive and again, normally we would go into a bit more detail about what happened in this match, but Michael May beat someone. We've been yeah. wired him, basically. Exactly. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, Oh, on that quick side note, um, 
that Benoit two-parter vice good oh, grief that was a hard Crikey. watch man, man Dude, not, it was i watched those two uh the last couple of weeks the two-parter right and then i had to edit a list for wrestle talk which was like the 10 worst disasters that shows have recovered from that's coming out this week and so i've been sitting through like without wishing to do any spoilers the the, the most horrific moments in pro wrestling history this week and i've just been sitting here in tears constantly oh jeez it's been fucking horrible man i've like said what? to adam can we do like a happy list this week just so i don't have to deal with this shit again i was gonna say what did you do wrong at wrestle <laughs> at wrestle talk towers <laughs> giving the miserable 10 worst things that could have possibly ever happened That's and one of those so is sad. not dennis rodman like coming out of watching that benoit documentary that honestly i was crying over more eddie and vicky and people like that you know watching their responses and chavo like you know you know oh. what after seeing Charles in that documentary he's released he's released from wrestling prison for me <laughs> okay i mean you can still hate the wrestler but the person you know it's like having to pick his brother up off the floor like fucking hell man no one should ever have to do that no i remember saying to my friend at the time because the time brother, that eddie whatever, uncle the, sorry yeah the time that eddie passed away um, was the week before they came to Sheffield Hallam to do Raw. And that's the first WWE show I went to yeah. with a couple of my mates. And I remember saying to him at the time, because obviously even before then I had Charvo hatred. Um, and I remember saying to him at the time, going, I'm going to give him a year off. <laughs> <laughs> One year off, okay. That yeah. works for me, sure. Yeah, but Vice, wow, what a documentary series. I'm going to try and find the new Jack one after yeah. we finish this because yeah. I think that's going to be incredible. That's my plan. A lot of the boys are saying they'd watched it earlier today and they're doing videos on it and stuff, obviously, because it's good content coming out that's professional wrestling based. Um, but yeah, it's, again, it's the whole thing of like you want to do a decent video about it without putting the guy over because New Jack generally seems like a horrible piece of shit from what I've heard about him. Yeah. I we'll don't. See. But well, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll watch Vice. Um, if you want to watch the Benoit one and believe me, if you watch both parts back to back and then decide you might want to go to bed, just watch something nice and funny. I watch some IT yeah. crowd after it just to try and lighten the mood. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's an intriguing and very well-made watch, but it, it's a heart-wrencher. It really is. I think it's the most, the fairest depiction anyone's shown Benoit since yeah. the event. I don't think anyone's... Um, saying oh he's fine no don't worry about it it's because no he did something horrific and should never be seen as anything other than in his time he was quite good at being a sports entertainer yeah you know but the bit that really touched me was the first episode was just i felt sad to miss eddie you know because i was such a big fan of eddie Guerrero. yeah i was like chris Benoit, but i was never a massive fan eddie was always my guy you know um was the second episode those bits where you have it's David, isn't it? Yeah, David yeah. and Chris Jericho and Chavo Guerrero and their little relationship and how they introduced him back to his aunt and everything. Yeah, that like, was lovely. Oh, the, wow, man. The humanity of that is just beautiful. The thing that got me most in that second episode was the police photograph stills of just the oh. bedrooms and stuff like that. I was like, how the hell did they get hold of those? Yeah, I had to pause it and be like, whoa, where did they get this from? It's crazy. Anyway, enough of this heart-wrenching shit. Let's move on, please. <laughs> so, Michael, Money- Michael May, fantastic athlete. <laughs> He's Crack very, on. very good. Very, very good. So, Jay Money and Jinxie out with Pierre. As Pierre hands over the key of technical wrestling ability. Key, 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 key. key. And Jinxie goes, wait, 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 wait. 
Jinxie and Pierre proceed to have a conversation about the fundamentals of doing business in Manitoba. Uh, this is getting very surreal at this point. I love the fact how they climbed out of the ring and just sat on the <laughs> ring apron to have their discussion. It's great. So good. Oh, fucking hell. Pierre finally hands over the key to J-Money after J-Money protests, leaving J-Money and Jinxie in the ring together. Off to go get the magical box of wrestling. <laughs> oh, this is so strange. If they had any business sense about them, which is a shame because they would have had it if they were in Manitoba, they would have had gimmick <laughs> briefcases to sell on the gimmick table. <laughs> Because all the you drunk know, people man. would have gone and bought those. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, another Justy smoky heel video segment. Uh, Justy has one more trick down his trunks, which I thought was a great line. <laughs> anyway. And I, deci- and I noted that down purely to use it in future promos. <laughs> Don't worry. Down my Tax Williams got a couple of tricks down his trunks, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> so uh, Jinxie and J-Money back with the magical wrestling box. Uh, the golden briefcase. Eva uh, Marie's vagina. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, once they open the box, what happens to Jinxie? And the crowd go, no, no, no. Jinxie, Jinxie. He's so fucking over, man. Exactly. The main hero of the piece, who's supposed to be regaining his ability to wrestle, is being yeah. told, actually, just stay there with your temp, your you know semi-brain injury. And, uh, Semi-permanent let's... mind damage. <laughs> Sorry, SPMD. SPMD. Suffering it's a serious from SPMD. Thing. <laughs> we'll let this poor man suffer, but we'll also bring back this guy in white trousers and a skirt with bad adamant face paint kick around because he's TV's Jack Leeson. Oh, so fucking funny. So, um, so everyone's sad that Jinxie might disappear if they open up the magical briefcase and J-Money returns to reality because his spirit guide be won't, that won't be there. But Jinxie uh, says he will be in J-Money's subconscious sexual mores <laughs> through <laughs> sexual inadequacies, even sometimes participating. <laughs> like, where did you come up with the line? Sexual mores. <laughs> And having J Money still manage to maintain straight face for this was brilliant. Oh, so fucking clever. Jesus Christ. They dance to panpipes. What is happening? Uh, Jinxie begins to explain to uh, the being in your subconscious, and he's just like, ah, fuck it, panpipes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. So, so funny. They go to open the magical wrestling box, but are interrupted by. <gasps> A very, very angry heel-looking trio of Amy Alonzi. Is that how you pronounce it? Alonzi? I got Alonzi. I think it's Alonzi because it's Irish, but I'm not sure. Uh, Andy Steele and Owen Richards. Definitely the heels. They look angry and are holding Jay Money's arms behind his backs, even bullying poor Jinxie around. Tell you what, Amy Alonzi, Alonzi, she was a proper, proper heel. Literally nothing... She didn't break character at all. Even at the end when we get to, she was just standing there grumping and I loved it. When she comes out and she's flipping off the crowd and she's doing like the thing with her tongue and her bottom lip. Like, oh, wow, what a dick. She's fucking great. I would say most of the women on this show were top draw. Yeah, all three women who were on the, on the wrestling part of the show were great. I mean, there's a lot of young, flippy Irish guys that are kind of calling it in because it's a silly wrestling show. But I feel like the women really went all out in their performances. Yeah, I, I agree. And their character work just shone in comparison 
I mean, again, as we said, everyone who was on this card was really, really good. But the ladies really shone through with their character work for me. Yeah. So Alan Z, I think is how you pronounce it, but I'm not sure. Cuts a promo, calling them motherfuckers. (laughs) Huge heat. The crowd are just immediately like, wash your mouth out. (laughs) She's swearing at them. I think this is so brilliantly innocent because it's little jinxy and she called him a motherfucker. Like, how dare you? That's TV's Jack Leeson. What are you doing, Amy? <laughs> or as she's known that, in the business, A double. I feel that, yeah, fucking A. I feel that Jack Leeson, TV's Jack Leeson, sorry, could probably handle being called a motherfucker. But Jigsy is like an innocent little goblin character. He hasn't hurt a soul. Poor Scott Hall Goblin. <laughs> so they're putting J Money's soul, the magical wrestling box, nine feet, more like five, above the ring where the pip, pip squeaks can't reach it. Boo. <laughs> Bad uh, heels, very uh, bad Br- heels. Brit res. <laughs> we'll, we'll have these short guys who can't reach a five foot money in the bank. <laughs> Twenty foot in the air, <laughs> the, the magical wrestling box. One hundred and forty three thousand people <laughs> were at Trinity College for this show. <laughs> it's interesting uh, it's that they be broadcast main... on TV. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Stuff. it's amazing they've got um, they, these guys main evented to more people than WrestleMania thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> So Jinxie goes, J Money, you're going to have to summon the one last time. At summon least- them, summon, <laughs> summon them, them, summon, summon them. them. We haven't even talked about that gimmick. And see, so Jinxie carries on to go, at least one to three people that can reach that magical box. <laughs> and J Money's <laughs> response is, three people seems like the right number. <laughs> if there was only one team that can kick these people's asses. Oh, and- so Jinxie and J Money run away. More than hype burst out from the back. For the Make- second week in a row. I'd say these boys love being on our podcast. They're becoming uh, this year's Jeff Jarrett's. Will they be Hall of Famed? I don't know. Uh, probably not. <laughs> so more than hype made their entrances. They are hype. Lots of hype. Get hype. All three of them. Not grunk hype, though. <laughs> yeah. Can't say I'm a big fan. But they're oh. over. They're, they're, they're over in their home their home country more than they are they seem to be over in the rest of Europe I feel like they have a lot of potential in that it kind of it reminds me a lot of looking back and seeing young Pete Dunn Trent Seven Tyler Bate you know there's a good kind of crew of guys around there that all feel like the right pushes the right storylines the right bookings whatever it could be and maybe these guys are in that that list of people that could be the people yeah, it's like we said last week's episode with Fight Club Pro. There are a lot of wrestlers who are really, really sound in the ring and they just need um, to get their characters over a bit more. Sure. But when you were saying they're a trio who remind me a little bit, I don't know why I thought you were going to say they remind me a bit of three count. Well, they <laughs> are a bit three counting. Yeah. The young guys that probably need to put on a bit of weight, maybe if they're thinking in terms of like, you know, you want to go wrestle with the WWE or something. Um, I guess they've got two hundred five as now. I guess you don't need to put on as much weight as before. But um, but, but on a positive, I like because you know the new day have sort of had it for a while as a a big trio. It's nice to have a trio in like in the European wrestling scene who can actually interchange and just have because like we said with Fight Club Pro, we had two of the three. Yeah. Um, for last week's show, and I think trios are good. Trios, I think sometimes are better than factions because if this was a faction, you'd be expecting one to be the main guy. Whereas what we've seen with more than hype is they are currently all equals. I think um, LJ Cleary is the one who looks like he's most likely to be a a breakout single star in comparison to the the other the other two chaps. But okay. 
I think over the next couple of years, as you said, with a bit a bit more time, a bit more storyline driven bits, I think they could be could be quite useful for um, for promotions. I forget which one's which, but I think it's Psycho Nathan. Yeah. I think he has very, very cool uh, facial expressions and look about him. I think he could be a real nasty bastard. I mean, you'd assume he's not going to be like kittens and playbook Playmobile if he's called yeah. Psycho Nathan. Yeah. I think with a solid heel run, I think he could be something special, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So, tonight, for, oh, wow, I almost got that. I completely fucked up my spot tax. <laughs> so, the I've been man. there in the ring. <laughs> Go on, what? I've been in the ring. I've completely fucked up my spot. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, With people you work with, it must be familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Just ribbing on our friends is a joke. (laughs) So, the main event of tonight's subconscious. (laughs) Amy Allenzy, Andy Steele, and Owen Richards are heel champions versus more than hype. Have you got their three names written down in front of you? I've got LJ Cleary, uh, Psycho Nathan Martin, and Darren Kearney. There you go. So, more than hype, are very, very over with this Dublin crowd. Every single match has been solid heel face up until this point, and this match does not disappoint either. With purpose, storyline, this is how I want wrestling to be, Tax. It's just, We've gone through the whole show. They've got potentially their final, the final key, 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 to get into Eva Marie's box of gimmicks. <laughs> and now they've got a final hurdle to cross it's compelling storytelling yeah yeah it's it's just i can't complain at all let's talk about it more at the end i guess the best way to do it but just just satisfying everything about this was satisfying and this i didn't really enjoy this match but i still really loved it <laughs> i don't know how to, how to say it i loved it because i wanted to know what was going to happen next and how the yeah. good was going to overcome evil yeah, that's the best way to put it. Let's run through it quickly. So lots of swearing at each other, like 10 minutes <laughs> more than hype, finding different dumber ways to flip off the other team. It uh, was the, certainly not PG. No, the crowd seemed into it, but I'm just, after a few minutes, I'm like, okay, can we just do the wrestling bit now? Like, we've watched quite a lot of matches. Like, come on, boys. But anyway, we it's have, fine. We've watched hardly any matches. That's what's well, so well, good about this show. It's been, what, five matches already by this point? Hang on, let me Four? count. This could be this could be five. Uh, so, uh, Valkyrie charisma match, strength match, wrestling match. Oh no, we've had four behind. So this is match five. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's enough to not want people to stall so much. You want to get them to get on with yeah. it, you know? At least I did. Um. Anyway, the crowd seemed massively into it though. The heels do quite a lot of posing, and finally off we go. Uh, tag with a kiss by More Than Hype. I popped for that. That was awesome. <laughs> Kissed his mate just to tag him in. Watch out, Mister Wicked. That's happening. <laughs> I did wonder. <laughs> Lots of silly spots, dives and dancing. This match is, gets very backyardy at times. But that uh, was the part of the charm of it. Yeah, sure. It's it's people dicking about, basically. A six-person dick about. <laughs> the heel team worked down one of the more than hype lads. Uh, some great tag team wrestling spots here. Uh, kind of classic, uh, almost like uh, IRS and Ted DiBiase, like, you know, the guy makes the tag, but you distract the referee enough that he doesn't see it, so you can then drag him back around and the faces get a chance to react to that. And it's, it's good pantomime bits here and there, you know. But I think that's what made this show have so much charm to it, because it was modern wrestlers wrestling like an early 90s style, a late yeah. 80s, early 90s style. Before no like the new gen here, kicked in. You know? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's popping for the big moves of the match, not for 
flipping high spots. It's great. Yeah. But how much more impact did all of it have? Because it had story and it meant something. It's amazing what happens when people think simple in-ring action, less is more, and then when you go for your big finish, it actually gets a pop out of people. <laughs> so the hot tag gets made to LJ, who uh, is clearly massively over with this crowd, rushed to a finish time. Spot, 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 spot. Great fun. Uh, a bit messy here and there, but lots of work rate for work rate's sake almost. Uh, impressive nonetheless. The heels, uh, everyone gets a spot. Tiger Driver by Psycho Nathan can't get it done on the reversal. Uh, Alonz, uh, Alonzi does uh, swearing at all the more than hype boys. Alonzi misses a big slap as all three dads, oh, dads, all three dudes duck down at the same time. Brilliant comedy, kind of Three Stooges style spot here. Very funny. Uh, Tombstone by Nathan to Alonzi for the one, two, three, and your winners retrieving the final uh, briefcase. Well, they've box. retrieved the briefcase, <laughs> the wrestling box. I thought it was going to be a ladder match because they put the briefcase in the ceiling, but it's it's not. It's just a match. I'm and disappointed they didn't get all three on each other's shoulders to get that <laughs> high up. <laughs> so the winners are more than hype. J Money back out to announce uh, that the winners are more than hype. Uh, only one last thing to do: the magical wrestling box, which is still hung above the ring at this point, and the fact the fans start going activate, activate, which must be someone's gimmick or a thing from. The first, what's the show called? Trinity Brawl. Trinity Brawl. <laughs> Did you get what was going on here? I got a no bit idea. Confused. I mean, I was already yeah. confused genuinely with this show, but at this point, I was just like, "What the fuck are they chanting?" All I remember from Activate was, wasn't that what they used to shout out in Atlas Spheres in Gladiators? Activate. Activate. I think they kind of. Oh, it's. I think the point here was that they're activating their kind of Power Ranger thing, where they kind of sit on each other's shoulders, like a, a like oh, a, making a Megazord. Yeah, there you go. Um, LJ I uses dated his myself mind... hideously there. <laughs> LJ uses his mind powers to fishing rod the briefcase lower down than he so he can actually retrieve it. Because uh, even when he's on the guy's shoulders, he still can't reach the briefcase. That's so. I mean, that up. that is more than hype. <laughs> you mean, can it's... use telekinesis. It's forty foot in the air. Tax. He's got a long way to go. <laughs> well, these lads are like twelve foot tall anyway. El Gigante oh, looks a midget comparison to the uh, more than hype boys. <laughs> More than hype, hand over the magical wrestling box to J-Money, who opens it and as light, the light disappears and we get light coming from the magical wrestling box, proper Pulp Fiction style. I was going to say and that's probably the most ludicrous thing you're going to say on this podcast. And they open the magical wrestling box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting into it now. But we're back to reality suddenly. J-Money wakes up in the middle of the ring and welcomes us to the start of the show. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. In our opening match of the evening. <laughs> so funny. So what did you, before we go into the last little bit, what did you think about the match and like the whole coming back to reality and the briefcase and God, I, there's so much to talk about. I loved every minute of it. The fact that even the little details of remembering when he came back to normal time, that yeah. it was going to be the opening match of the evening, like nothing had <laughs> happened. I loved it. And just no selling that. No, no, I've literally just woken up. Nothing's happened. Oh, so fucking good, man. So back to reality and Jay Money's in the middle of the ring. Welcome to the start of the show. His opponent for the night. Boo. Here's Justy and his massively high waistline. I thought he was wearing a singlet and he was going to put the straps up. <laughs> No, nope, those are just his trunks. Loved it. They come up to his nipples pretty much. It's fucking great. What a gimmick. 
Simon Cow trunks is what I wrote down in my notes for these. Beautiful. So, Justy cuts a promo. The fans are drunk enough at this point that they're chanting and shouting anything they can think of. Justy does a pretty good job of trying to control it, but it's a, it's a rough crowd at this point. There, there are going to be some sore heads in the morning. Yeah, sure. They're, they're very rowdy. <laughs> uh, Justy goes, Justy has all the strength. That's a given. A Shay given. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yes. off. Fuck off. That is terrible. That was awesome. <laughs> oh line of the night there that's fucking beautiful uh, let's put ju- that on merch get it on merch <laughs> and get it sold Justy is challenging J Money and he's gonna give J Money a permanent semi-permanent mind damage <laughs> no one wants permanent SPMD <laughs> the bell rings uh, J Money hits his payroll rolling DVD for the one two three what an opening match your winner, Jay Money. The main oh. thing to consider here for an opening match, you don't want it to drag on too long, and that's what they did here. <laughs> One moving out. <laughs> oh, God. I thought that they going to have a big big payoff here, and they're just like, nope, one move and we're out of here. We're not fucking wrestling. Fuck off. Exactly. They've spent a lot of time and money on effects. Oh, God. I mean, they've been Jay Money must be knackered. He, yeah. he walked a whole 15 minutes during the <laughs> interval. <laughs> Jay Money sits down on the KO Justy in the ring and stands up to go, who's ready to start Trinity Brawl 2? <laughs> Which brings back out, or brings out for the first time, I should say, Jack Gleason. TV's, TV's Jack, Jack Gleason. <laughs> when did he arrive at the venue? <laughs> Outrageous. What's he been doing? Again, late for call. He gets some Joffrey heat, which, uh, you know, people don't like Joffrey. He's a very, very evil uh, character. Uh, they do some talking, putting over their gimmicks and shit. Uh, Jay Money goes, how long have I been unconscious for? And some smart goes, three seasons, which is a Game of Thrones <laughs> joke. That is what it is. Uh, genuinely, that <laughs> they corpsed the guys in the ring by saying that line. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. You could see both of them really enjoying that little comment. Yeah, sure. Obviously, it's, it's not a Game of Thrones person, I thought. He I died. don't understand this, he but died it's quite funny. He died three or four seasons ago. He's a character that dies. Spoilers. <gasps> anyway, so Jack tells us that Jay Money has been knocked out, not for five minutes, but for four months. Meaning, <gasps> what does that mean, Tax Williams? It means it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to finish it? I don't know. Make it Christmas? Fucking who cares? Make it Christmas with Mariah Carey because copyright doesn't exist in Dublin, but it does get copyright hits on YouTube. Oh, so funny. So everyone out to the ring for a big Christmas celebration. As as you say, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas plays. Interestingly credited to Mandy Lee on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. They strip Justy's trunks off as he has Father Christmas trunks underneath. Hence the high waistband now. Yeah, why not, man? Uh, Jack Gleason undoubtedly fulfills a lifelong dream by choke slamming Justy to hell. Um, everyone gets in on the act as well. So Shredded Wheat gets a choke slam in. The guy from the first zone, who I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, what from the first one? Yeah, with the 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 dressing gown and the pipe. Oh, um, that was Huxley, wasn't it? Huxley, Huxley Santana. Something. There you go. Huxley Santana. There you go. Very yep. good memory on you. Uh, he does a stunner to Justy. Because, you know, 
living lifelong dreams. You're in a wrestling ring. No one gives a shit. <laughs> you may as well do the fun stuff. And he's got a great Tesh, so it's fine. Absolutely. Pierre in on the action too. Our Canadian friend from earlier. Uh, super technical, solid headlock. And then a rock bottom for good measure. Jay Money wishes us all a good night and a Merry Christmas. And that is technically the end of the show, apart from our title sequence, which we'll go over in one second. What, what, but, uh, the, what the fuck did we just watch, Tax? This is incredible. And just to put into perspective what this was, this was actually uploaded on Christmas Day on Jay Money's private YouTube, which <laughs> is where it is, and has currently had 2,198 views. So putting this criminal. in perspective, Absolutely some of criminal. your Wrestle Talk videos have had 10 times the number of views yeah. that this great show has. And there are seven comments as of this evening on the YouTube channel, one of which was pinned by Jay Money, who put down the timings of all the matches. Nice. And splits through it. Um, uh, yeah, and, and everyone's obviously high praise. Someone's written, Darren is the hottest. I'm assuming one of the boys from uh, Darren Kearney from More Than Hype. Right. Um, and someone said, attend this on my daughter's first birthday. Aww. I made the really <laughs> shrewd choice. <laughs> That's definitely the shrewd choice because this show was, I would go as far saying this is the most fun I've ever had watching a pro wrestling show. Would you miss your daughter's first birthday to go to this wrestling show? Yeah, she won't give a shit. She's won. <laughs> Would it be worth the divorce? Ah, uh, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> Based on um, lockdowns at the moment, yes. <laughs> I want to give so much credit to Jay Money, Jack Gleason, and all the guys that wrote this and just had the balls to put on this sort of show. This was outstanding. So again, I know um, I cover the people who wrote this at the start of the show, but yeah. the full list of names. So you've got Jay Money, Justy, Jack Gleason, Owen Quinn, Sam McArdle, Cameron McCauley, um, Alexander Dean, and B. Cool were people who have got the writing credits on this. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. It really was. Something so different, something so beautifully written with the flexibility to adapt to the live audience everything about the storytelling it's just what i needed right now at this point in life at this point in again we've watched some decent wrestling shows recently but as i always rabbit on about like a broken record i need compelling story mm. oh my god i've got the most compelling story and i think this is probably the first show we've reviewed where i've literally had i've been scraping to try and find something negative to say yeah Apart from the accidental booking of a paedophile, that's like the only bad thing on the whole show for me. Which, which again, couldn't be known. We... Go on. Couldn't, couldn't be known at the time. And to them, that was probably like, oh my God, we've got Rory Gulak. That's amazing. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Shikara, I mean, they guy, should, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They should have known when Edler dropped him off at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Allegedly. Nah, fuck that guy. Anyway, so... um. To me, the idea of a surrealist, Tolkien-esque, fantasy professional wrestling show is firstly genius. To do it in a comedy amateur dramatic style with all the lighting changes and the backstage video bits and to get these people doing these sorts of matches with solid heel-face characters. This is this is, should be a touring show, right? This You take this to universities, you can take it to like the Marlowe, all sorts of shit. This was pure entertainment. It was fucking brilliant. Exactly. I think you nail, you hit the nail on the head right there. You nailed the head? Great. Well done for nailing the head. 
Um, That's a new thing. <laughs> We're going to use that. Everyone Nailed loves that the head. Yeah. <laughs> but what you um what you got there? It's it would work as a touring show. You wouldn't be able to. You'd be able to do this once a year as a maximum to keep it interesting. Because if you did it every month, it would just lose its. It would lose its fancy. It would lose its allure. Whereas doing it once every couple of years, where people who are really into it know, um, really hardcore Trinity Brawl fans, I but to take this around universities, to take this around clubs, and pubs and stuff like that, they'd be people be eating out the palm of their hands. Sure, sure. I guess what I'd like to see is the wrestlers developed more into characters that are part of the plot rather than just champions of characters if you were going to have it as a essentially a touring show then on on a more regular basis then you'd need to but as we said the wrestling is really secondary in this performance sure it's it's wrestlers who can do interesting like comedy elements but they're also wrestlers so they'll throw it in because it gives something to give the the interludes between the silly stories. <laughs> yeah, I I loved all of this. I really hope that so, everyone so who good. listens to this episode, and I know some people will only pick our WWE shows to listen. If you're listening to us because you listen to us regularly, again, thank you very much for doing that. But if you've not seen this show, go and watch it. I know. Um, I was um, a few DMs with Will Power about this, and he said he'd watch this show, and it was crazy and i'm <laughs> so i encourage anyone it's two hours 15 in you know for me it was two hours because i stupidly skipped the 15 minute intermission <laughs> give it a watch i mean not being funny you can't leave your home at the moment unless you go shopping or to do exercise what are you gonna do watch trinity brawl 2 it's, it's for free, free. it's great yeah <laughs> watch it you will not be disappointed key 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 indeed magical wrestling box in the eternal words of Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, five cornflakes, five cornflakes, five cornflakes. Could someone at Cornette? One of my favorite wrestling shows I've ever seen. Genuinely, I loved everything about it. I can't give it more hype. Please go watch this. Support this show. Support these people. It's only got 2,000 fucking views on YouTube. Go watch it. Send it to your friends. Let's get it out there. This is incredible. I I can't add anything else to what you've said. This was one of the best things I've seen in stage and wrestling. Five cornflakes, six cornflakes, and oh, uh, sprinkling the six rules. six cornflakes <laughs> and a sprinkling of sugar and some <laughs> ice cold milk. Perfect, man. I mean, right. realistically, then it's just five frosties. In the true uh, Trinity brawl like theory, we've rounded this up in just around ninety minutes, man. So that's perfect. Uh, it's watch this show watch 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 this show <laughs> right so worldofwrestlingpodcast.com is definitely the best place to find all our stuff uh, go on you do your bits well I thought you wanted to talk about the end credits oh shit I didn't even do that fucking hell okay so the title sequence cuts and we get end credits running down but then we also get <laughs> how would you describe this um, <laughs> like a public awareness video so semi-permanent mind damage yeah people are- <laughs> Raising awareness for SPMD during the credits. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so Jack Gleason starts by going, we've had some fun tonight, but we've dealt with some serious issues. As the camera ops laughing behind the camera and you can audibly hear it. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, 
what is it uh so the last line is justy says says it so well he goes spmd is second only to gonorrhea in things that ail wrestlers give generously not to gonorrhea your money <laughs> brilliant ending oh, so so wonderful good finish that, that yeah. is clipped on youtube so if you want to just watch a sample of what this comedy is like go watch that credit sequence and i guarantee you're going to watch the one to watch the show it's so funny so so and good I, and i was gonna say don't be lazy watch the whole two hours and yeah. possibly watch the 15 minute intermission that Trust i was me, so lazy to not to. do it you'll want to watch it it's so so funny now you know it's all there and stuff I'm sure you'd want to go back and rewatch it, you know, but it is what it is. I watched this show three times, by the way. Excellent. So you, you've distorted the views. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it counts, but I watched it once, just like, what is this? Uh, I stopped at the 20 minute mark and left it for a bit. I was like, I, I need to watch it. <laughs> I need to know what happens. <laughs> so I watched it the whole way through and then came back to watch it once, just in sequence as the whole thing. And then I went back and watched it again with notes. That's how much I loved it. I don't well, watch it, any wrestling show more than like once, maybe twice. Three times is for a modern show? Fucking hell, man. I think that's the biggest praise I can give it. Well, if like Rich, you like watching things again and again, the best way is place to find our archive is worldofwrestlingpodcast.com where you can get all of our historic episodes. Best way to engage with us on our Twitter at worldofwrestpod. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, I'm at the Tex Williams on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. I am at Fanboy Rich. Come say hello to me. I work for Wrestle Talk now. I can give you all your insider information. Hey, <laughs> I can't really. Uh, I know nothing. And I work. And I still work for a firm of accountants. So, in all seriousness, if you are in the wrestling business, you are struggling. You need help. Uh, hit me up in DMs. I'm not going to charge you for any advice that I give you. If you need help, come to me. I will do what I can to help you out because this is a tricky time. And if there's anything I can do to help anyone involved in professional wrestling come to me at the text Williams on Twitter. Just send me a DM. I'll keep checking them. I've had a few people approach me so far just for some questions and queries. Happy to help. We're all, you know, it's a difficult time in wrestling. It's a, if anyone needs help, just reach out to us and we'll do what we can. Legit good guy, Tax Williams. Love you, buddy. You're awesome. Thanks very much for making the time because as you said you are now a busy busy wrestle talk man aren't you it's fine i'm gonna keep this pod going no matter what man i fucking love doing this pod it's my favorite thing so yeah i'm so happy and again apologies for any echo in my kitchen or my cat mewing or my wife turning on the microwave <laughs> to do Don't a worry. heat pack i'll fix it in post it'll be fine <laughs> it's flipping almost summer it's not cold i'm gonna get into bed in a little bit it's me fucking roasting <laughs> <laughs> On that note, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.